You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 161. Today, we're chatting about how to start and scale a profitable business in 2022. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, coach? Thank you so much for pushing play on another episode of the PT Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Beverly Simpson. And today I am giving you a replay of a live that I did inside of my free Facebook group, the Online Marketing for Fitness Professionals. And it was inspired by some of the content that I had been seeing on the interwebs. And it is literally six fundamental principles that you can use today, whether you are struggling or whether you are just starting out to start and scale a profitable business. And now these six steps are not usually the typical things that we talk about, although I do go in depth on step four, five, and six, but some of these are new and often not actually talked about in the online space things that are really required for you as a professional, as a coach, as a business owner to get really clear on. So once you know these, these numbers and these principles that I'm about to dive into in this episode, you don't have to live on social media in order to get your clients. You're not going to have to always be feeling like you're chasing dollar for hour, chasing money and chasing that freedom, that freedom that you're looking for, that you likely started your business doing or why you started your business in the first place. So without further ado, let's go ahead and roll that replay. Okay, so I'm just popping in here live and I'm going to be talking about six ways that we can start and grow a business. So I thought I would just come in here and I would give you the rundown of ultimately the truth about how you can start and scale a profitable health and wellness business, even in as we move into summer and in 2022. So, and I'm going to talk about some components that a lot of people don't often talk about. I think there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. So I just wanted to dive in here and give you some perspective. And so here I am giving you my Facebook group, the insider sneak peek to this episode. So if you are brand new and you are wanting to start and you're wanting to just really build a solid foundation, because typically when I'm speaking to my struggling coaches, I often bring the people who have bottlenecks or they are at max capacity with their one-on-one clients and they know that they want to add additional revenue, but how are they going to do it when they are so stressed about whether or not a client is leaving or, or how they're going to continue to fill the pipeline when they are slammed. And we're actually going to be talking about all of that today. So I will share with you that the, what I'm about to deliver to you is literally the stuff that I wish I had known when I had first started my business. So the first and most important thing is 
is know your numbers. Okay. And so what do I mean by that specifically? Because ultimately we need to understand what is happening with our time and our money. So it's more know your numbers in regards to the two fundamental resources that every business needs, and they have a synergistic relationship. So recognize that when you are saying yes to something, whether it's time or money, you are inevitably unequivocally, you are also saying no to something at the exact same time, whether you are aware of it or not. And so when you are crystal clear on your numbers in your business, as it pertains to the three phases that your customers go through, because all businesses need people, prospects. So they walk into your store, whether it's online or in person and purchases and Every phase of this customer journey is going to have a very specific and unique relationship to both time and money and metrics that matter in each phase. And so when we're talking about your numbers in and, and recognizing your numbers with time, specifically in the people phase, I want you to get super crystal clear and honest with yourself about how your time is being used in the people phase. How much time are you spending scrolling? How much time is it taking you to acquire a new lead? How much time is it taking for you to start a new conversation? And then I want to know, as you move into the prospect phase is how much time is it taking you to start a conversation, have the conversation and, and then follow up on the conversation? How much time is it taking you to fulfill on that process? And then the third is how much time is it taking you to fulfill on the client offer? How much of your time does it is required based on the offer that you've created, which we're going to get to that's later, but how much time is it taking you to fulfill on the client? Cause it's more than just your dollar per hour. How much time is it taking you to write the program? How much time is it taking you to film the videos, to give it to the videos, to do the check-ins, right? The truth about time is that we are, it's hard to really navigate sometimes because we are leaking it all over the place. We're multitasking or we're all, oh, let me just do this check-in right now. And listen, I know this because I do this. <laughs> and so it's really important that we know our numbers in terms of the amount of time that we are using in each one of these phases, people, prospects, and purchases. And then we have to get really clear. So this is like 1.5. Oh, we'll just call this two, I guess, is let's get really clear on does the math add up behind the six and seven figure business? So if you're wanting to grow a six-figure business, so I saw this, this is honestly what prompted is that someone said to me, hey, you know, or I saw someone on TikTok post that it's not possible to have a six-figure business and work full-time. And that is just absolutely not true. <laughs> absolutely not true. It comes down to what we're breaking down here, but that's not true. But you have to get honest with yourself about where that time is going and how we can maximize our time, which is going to be number three. 
our time and money. So first though, before I move on, number two, and understanding what your, you need to have a full understanding of what your dollar for hour is worth, not what you're going to charge. Cause not here, here at B Simpson fitness, we do not create one-on-one offers. And, and, doesn't mean it doesn't have one-on-one components, right? So don't get me wrong. This is not about, you know, how, how can we, we're not talking about quick fixes here. We're not talking about, about creating a business without doing work. That's not what I'm saying. And we'll get to that in the bonus, in the bonus tip that I'm going to share with you. That's actually not what I'm saying. What I am talking about though, is, is making sure that if you know that you want to make six figures, that you know the math behind that. So like I said earlier, every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. So six figures could be 100,000, 200,000, 250,000, 300,000, pick your number, your goal, something that would make you feel really comfortable and divide that by 2,800 or 2,081, because that's how many work hours there are. Now, if you really want to get, you know, ninja, pick the hours and the amount of time that you want to work per week and take that number and divide it by that number. And then that's the value. So every time you are doing tasks that are under that, uh, that value, you get to ask yourself, is this worth it? And more specifically, we can talk about that in number three is that this is, and then when you get present to that number, you can start asking yourself, how are we going to maximize the leverage? Because in order to create wealth, you need to maximize leverage and maximizing leverage shows up in all three phases with your resources, time and money. And typically when you prioritize your time over your money, you end up having plenty of both. And like I said on my live on Instagram and on when I tried to come in here earlier is that this is not just about how can we make as much money as possible. This is about how can we create the freedom that you are looking to create. Otherwise, why did we start this business? Because ultimately what happens is so many people are like me and end up building their own prison, building their own job. And then they're left asking themselves, why did I do that? I've run into that mistake before. And so I don't want that to happen to you. So once you understand what that value is, then you get to start asking yourself, all right, how am I going to maximize the leverage? Because leverage shows up in people. So how does it show up in the people phase? Well, there's two ways, right? Is that so many people will walk around. I can't remember. I don't know if it's coming out yet or if it's out yet, but I talked about the organic, you know, the cost of organic, organic and paid. They, they are, they live strategically together. But remember earlier when I was saying how time and money have a synergistic relationship. So typically when people don't have a lot of resources in terms of money to, to push out their content, they'll end up using their hours and their, and their time. And that's fine. You can do that, but leverage can show up in, in terms of what are the ways that you can connect with people who already have a audience of people that are that already have buy-in right that because then you get to borrow authority and then you get to maximize your time and leverage in that regard what are the ways that you can connect with people that can help you maybe the barter an intern some types of ways that you can increase the output and increase the effort and the hours that are going in the input 
for the time used. And that's true in all three phases, prospect and purchases. Then you can start asking yourself, well, what are the ways that I can also leverage my resources in terms of money? Like, you already created an asset, whether it's a piece of content, whether it's a podcast, a video, whatever it is. And then now you can just take as little as a dollar a day and push it out to audience members who've never heard of your stuff before. Now you're having your content get seen in front of the right people. And then it's while you're doing something else, that's leverage, right? And you get to do that in the prospect phase and in the people phase. Now wealth needs leverage. And so then in the purchaser phase, I want to talk about this is because what happens to so many health and wellness professionals is that they build a business from a broken model and it's not your fault. Literally insurances teach this, certifications teach this, education teaches this, and, and, and gyms teach this. So no wonder you're trading dollar per hour. But the truth of the matter is that your client is wanting the fastest, most efficient way to get to X results. And so you get to spend your time and your genius imagining how, what would it look like if maybe I didn't do a dollar for hour? How can I put together a offer? So this is, this is where we're going to start getting into number four, which is that irresistibleness of the offer. How can I deliver on a promise and do it so that they have maximum value? right? And that they can do it so that they, it does not sacrifice the customer experience. And it's not always your time. Think about the dentist, right? I hate the dentist. If you've been hanging around me for a while, you know that I had to spend a year in the dentist chair and it was awful. And so if my dentist said, Hey, we're going to hang out every single day and your teeth are going to be fine for a year. Versus if you said, listen, take this quick pill, then, you know, you're going to, you know, all of your teeth problems are going to be fixed. And this is $10,000. You better believe I'm getting that pill instead of hanging out with him for a year, even though I loved him right? There's a reason why all of these quick fixes work is people are looking for speed. And we have an opportunity here to choose whether or not we get to be mad about that and feel like we're going against human nature and pushing up a, a boulder up a hill, or we can go with it. How can we meet our people where they're at, shift their perspective and help them see, give them the quick win, get them excited about the first summit so that they can get to Mount Everest and see that they can do it, right? That becomes our job. Instead of trying to, to you know, push a boulder up a hill, why not just embrace it, go with them, meet them where they're at and then carry them along for the ride? Okay. So you get to spend time really thinking about the ways that you can maximize your leverage. And then we get to go to the fourth thing, which is the most important. Honestly, all things start and end with this nail this. And I promise you, I promise, 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 cross my heart that you will have the profitable business of your dreams. These two things is what is that irresistible must have now offer. And so now I alluded to it, but I'm going to go ahead and break it down again. And I learned this from Alex Hermosi. And so it's worth shouting him out because he's a genius in this way is that we have to understand how people are determining value because it's so easy. You see so many people out there that are like, just not value, just not value, just not value. But 
have you ever stopped to consider like, what does that actually mean? And how do I know if I'm delivering it? Because oftentimes we get stuck and think that we're adding a ton of value when we can all, we can ultimately sometimes without realizing it, be adding confusion instead of clarity. Because that's ultimately what people really need is clarity on what their personal best next steps are. And so what is the desired outcome? What is the effort and sacrifice it's going to require for that person to achieve it? Do they believe in themselves that they can do it? And then how fast? Speed. Speed will win over free every time, hands down, right? And so what is that offer? And honestly, when you, what we're putting together is the promise what is the, what is the outcome? What is the process? How, what, how fast are you going to be able to do it? How, what goes into that? And then have you made sure that you've checked the math behind six and seven figures and make sure that works. And then now we get to talk about the investment. Now this could be a whole separate podcast and I keep saying that. So I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on how you determine the price because the price is marketing. And I've been doing calls for my mentor and I have been doing calls for me and hands down when you can, and this is also going to lead to that last, not the last, the next one, the fifth, is that when you can communicate that your value, that the value of your offer is worth 10 times the asking investment and you can guarantee it, meaning that you will take all the risk on, then hands down, the offer becomes a no-brainer, that they would feel silly to say no. Every call I've done so far, people have said, what? That's the investment? I thought it was going to be at least 10, 20K. Nope. Right? That's, that's how I want your people to feel. And then how can you, and then back it up, commit to it, take on the risk. And so people will say, well, I can't. I can't do the pushups for them. I can't eat for them. I can't. Yes, there is a line of responsibility for what you are responsible for and what the client is responsible for. So you get to get clear and communicate that line. And when you can do that and you back it up, then it's a no brainer. So all of that to say, craft that offer and, and hone it. And when you nail it, I promise you it wins. And then we get to the next component, which is the communication. This is your messaging. How can you communicate the value is 10 times worth the asking investment? And how can you communicate your message and put it to the right person in front of the right person at the right time? Remove any and all of resist any and all resistance, and you will have a buyer and a customer in your world. And so do that. And then you maximize your time so that you have, you've built it into the way that, it, that you want to live. I mean, that's, that's it. That's how you do it. And then the last component, the invisible component, the thing that is, that I have to talk about is that this is going to require effort. And you get to decide and choose whether or not that effort is going to be struggle bus or hard. And what I mean by that is that, you know, I used to say it's on the other side of being uncomfortable. Your brain is literally designed and you, chances are, you probably already know this, that your brain is designed to keep you safe. And anytime you're making a change, whether it's for the good or for not, your brain is going to send signals that say, oh, this is not safe. This is not for us. And it's going to be ultimately up to us to choose and decide that it is. 
is and continue to go all in on you and continue to make that choice. And the good news is that it doesn't have to be hard. You get to choose whether or not it's hard. Now, what I mean by that is not to say that you're going to have that experience. I'm not saying like, let's put whipped cream on tarp on, on top of garbage and call it a treat. I'm not saying let's push down our feelings of pain and struggle. No, no, no. I'm not saying don't let yourself have a human experience. Of course you let yourself have a human experience. You feel it, you process it, and then you continue to choose it because the difference between the people who are successful versus the ones who continue to struggle is not that they didn't get challenges not not all the same challenge or that they didn't face challenges sure we all don't start at the same point a like that's not what i'm saying right but those but people who struggle still have challenges they might not be the same challenges they might be even harder challenges it's just how they decide to continue to choose to show up for it does that mean that they didn't feel bad no of course they felt bad did they process it yes i'm sure That's what it takes because nobody goes into the gym and learns to deadlift for the first time and then lifts four times, you know, four things, four times their body weight. Nobody. It takes skill. It takes practice and it takes the continued action to choose to show up and to do what's do that it's hard. And then to acknowledge that it's not what, is in your comfort zone, but that you are no longer available for that and that you can go all in on you and go all in on you faster. Then it doesn't matter how many followers you have. I have 170. I wanted to give you a quick recap on that, which I will, but let me just end this podcast first and then I'll give you a quick recap on where we were. I have 170 followers and yet still every day I have inquiries, people coming to my list organically. Well, now and now I'm turning on ads, and so we t- I'll talk about that too as we move forward. But and I just know unequivocally, like with no with no questions asked, that this is what I'm meant to do, what I love to do, what I will continue to do. Whether it's me hanging out with one person, me hanging out with one hundred, one thousand, one hundred thousand. And that I'm just going to keep showing up as me, sharing my message, pouring into the people who say yes to themselves and have an emotional investment to keep going, to keep showing up. So I'll go ahead and just button that up. I'll end that podcast so that I can give you the update on the 30-day jumpstart if you're still here hanging out with me. And I'll also share too that this, this podcast was inspired by content that I had seen on the interwebs. And I just wanted to give, offer you my two cents on how you can scale it because ultimately that's going to be the goal for you. Okay. Well, if you want to grow your business to whatever it is, right, it's going to require you to build this machine that we've been talking about and then fuel it with pre-qualifying leads. And if you need help on how to do that, just let me know below. We can talk about it. So let me transition into what I learned and discovered in my, in my, um, 30 day. Can you believe it? Okay. So what I did is I, we finally moved up to a hundred and we moved up to 168 followers by the end and everything was just, you know, starting from 102. So that's, you know, pretty exponential. So I'm going to go here to, uh, insights and I'm going to look at, um, 
Um, my, I'm going to look at the last 30 days because that's what we did. Okay. And so we had a 60% increase in followers. We had, um, <laughs> you know, these numbers are a little bit kooky. So I'm going to, I'll come back in here in another 30 days to show you where we're at because it doesn't give me any accounts gauged because this is the baseline. And it also doesn't give me any account, like a reasonable number for accounts reached because it's like 500,000% improvement over nothing. So I'll give you next, I'll give you in the next 30 days. As I'm looking at my content cohesively in the last week, um, what I want to improve on, oh, one, we just got another follower, friends. Uh, what I want to improve on is I want to improve on some of the how-to content and I want to, uh, I want to do, uh, but my reels were doing really well. Reels are great. So we'll keep up with my reels. I will improve on the how-to content. So there's some more tangible, actionable steps. That's my plan for next week. And then to just keep staying consistent so that I can teach Instagram how I am showing up. And so one of the things too, that I want to say is that I love to content create. So if you're here and you're like, I'm not a content creator, I want to coach. That's why I created that 30 day done for you content calendar. It's free. So if you didn't get it, I sent it already to my email list, but if for some reason you're not here and you're not on my list, you can get that. So thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Honestly, if you love this, it would be a huge favor to me and to the team. If you wouldn't mind giving us a five-star review and sharing this episode on your socials and tagging me at team B Simpson Fitness, this will be our opportunity to share the message and get it out in front of as many people as possible. So that would be a huge favor to me. And I would love to connect with you and hear what your biggest takeaways were. So thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.